third week of the year. You see how fast it's going by. Before we know, we'll be saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year again. Uh, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you for listening to all my new listeners. Welcome. Um, I did do a podcast last week. I didn't have, I've been really sick. Um, sinuses, colds. It's just, this weather is just insane all over the place. It's, it's one day is 70, one day is 50. And, you know, the kids are getting sick. The daycare babies are getting sick because, you know, you don't know how to dress them. You don't know whether to put a big coat or small coat on. Um, and so they're getting sick. And then I just got sick too. I caught whatever they had. So I've been a little down. So um, I'm not doing any videos for the next two weeks until I'm fully back to my self um but I did want to come on and make sure I did a check-in and let everybody know that I'm sticking to my word of podcasting every week and making sure you guys get the any information new information that I find I'm located in New York so I'm I'm giving information from New York City but if you would like for me to discuss anything in your state or your city um, I'm open to it. Uh, Anchor has a question box or comment box. You can definitely leave any questions or comments you may have. You can also DM Colonel Family Child Care on Instagram. You can visit my YouTube and leave comments on Colonel Family Child Care. That's my YouTube. I'm open to any questions or comments you may have. And I'm always willing to help. I can talk about daycare all day, every day. Um... So one of the newest updates that I got last week, Wednesday, was about Governor Hochul's uh, presentation of the state of state and child care. And it it says that includes a broad sweeping agenda to overhaul New York's child care system. So it says... Um, that the initiative will impact child care assistance program include the child care assistance program, excuse me, include streamlining and centralizing the child care application process and work to expand child care eligibility by raising the income threshold to 85% of the state median income, accepting income verification from other programs such as supplemental nutrition assistance program, the home energy assistance program, Medicaid, and the special supplement nutrition program for women, infants, and children, standardizing eligibility requirements and reducing family shares. Other initiatives related to child care include a workforce retention grant program, an employer-supported child care pilot program, business and income tax credits for child care, and the creation of a business navigator program. That sounds interesting. Uh, what I like about what I read so far is that it does sound like instead of them, they've they've kind of thought more about how to assist the facilities with providing better service so that the, the parents can get the care that they need. Instead of just saying, here's the money, now get the kids. It's every time they change, every time, every uh, time they've done a grant, it's been a different system. Uh, I think they've kind of like we are weaving out the the 
the issues or the, what's the word I'm looking for? The ways to better provide or help the providers provide. Um, I think it's a really, really good idea what they're doing now. Um, yes, we need, we need the funding, but we also need to know how, how can we, what resources can we use to provide the care we, for the children? Like we have, okay, yes, give us the funding. We don't have, it's only 24 hours in a day. You understand the parents, they, they, you know, they have to go to work. You know, the ones who are actually going back to work, they have to go to work. So it's like we only have an allotted space. And without the proper tools, yes, it's about the pay. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I say all the time to people, if you're not doing this because you love it and you're doing it for the money, you're in the wrong field. Because as a as a child care provider, you're not just teaching. You're not just babysitting. You're actually counselor, social and emotional worker. You're the nurse. You are payroll, especially if you are running it by yourself in an in-home or you're in a building and you're just starting out and you're in a small facility. You put you wear many hats. So um, you're not you're not doing it for the money. You're doing it because you care and you want to make sure you're able to provide a quality service for your customers, for your parents. Um and so I hope that, you know, if I'm reading it correctly, this initiative, this initiative is not only just giving the money, which is good because, like I said, we do need that, but it's also assisting us with employees, staff who and, and, and funding to train those staff, funding to give raises to the staff, you know, to hire qualified staff uh, to help us help better assist uh the parents in need because uh, i think that not i think i know that that's one of the main a few of the main issues that i've had uh if you go and listen to any uh, a lot of my other podcasts i talk about staff and how you know not just through covid period it's just hard to find um not only good staff but qualified staff um and then once you find the qualified staff it's paying them their worth you know, even if they're just starting out, you're like, okay, so I've trained this staff. They've gotten a lot better. How am I, how do I get the income to give them a raise? You know, if I'm, I'm only, I only have a capacity to work with what, seven or eight children, just using that as an example. And I'm, I'm, I'm confined to this one space because no, I can't, this is my, this is my career choice and this is what I'm getting paid. I cannot pay to go and buy a building where I now will have 24 kids and maybe I'll be able to pay more or offer that person a higher position. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what Miss Miss Governor Hachul, um, whose plan has in place. Uh, she goes on to say, if you go on the website, it says, she says as someone who had to put their career on pause because of the lack of affordable childcare options, she understands how important the lifeline is for families. While we have made major investments to boost childcare funding, there are still too many families who aren't able to access access these resources. And so that's why they're taking critical steps to improve the process of finding childcare, widening program eligibility, and support child support our childcare workforce. 
Uh, child care programs have long operated on the slim, slimmest of margins, unable to raise tuition high enough to cover the enormous cost of providing quality care, including living wages to the staff, nurturing and educating our youngest children. Like I just said, at the height of the pandemic, as classrooms closed and entire programs shut their doors, many families struggled to find alternative care arrangements put in their jobs and in their economic stability in jeopardy. As a result, women left the workforce at a disproportionate rate, while families for whom not working was not an option were left to navigate and fragile pathwork, a fragile pathwork system. So last year, uh, it was announced that the seven billion state investment in child care, the child care uptake, uh, uptake remains low, and governor um, remains committed to helping families access the resources that are available. So, as I said, if you haven't already started your daycare, start it now. Um, now is a better time than any because the funding is, is becoming available. I would say this is the most assistance that we've gotten. I, I've, I've, been, I've worked in child care for a long time, but I've been had my own child care for five years. And this is the most I've seen um, or, or seen, you know, the most assistance, the most help for us. Um, and I think because during, no, I know because during the pandemic is when we really got spotlighted and we were the essential people They we, we showed that we, we were actually the ones who are on the front lines. Um, so if you, like I said, if you haven't already started your daycare, I would get the paperwork in, think about it. If you if you're not sure if you want to do group family, maybe you just babysit for a family member, and you're not ready to start a big facility. Do family child care, care for maybe six to eight children at the most. Then, if you feel like you know what you're doing and you can handle hiring some staff, that and you have the space, you have the modality for it. Expand to group family, but don't not do it out of fear. I think that you can grow. I think um, you can help someone who is either trying to go back to school or trying to go back to work. And think about it, too. These kids are so smart. I have a niece. She's she's one. She's about to be two. She's already trying to say, you know, form sentences and explain herself, trying to write her name, trying to feed herself at one, you know, the the brain capacity of these children now are so much more than it was a long time ago. So I think having them in school is for early education is very important. And if you're someone who has the patience and the passion for it, why not? Especially if they're a family member and you know that they will respond to you better than anyone else. Not that I, I agree with, you know, because sometimes working with family is not the best thing to do. I've had my experience with that. But in other instances, it can go well. If you've already been babysitting them and it's already been going well for you, why not make a business out of it? Um, so I'm going to put this link in the description box. I'm going to go back to drinking my tea because I'm still a little stuffy. I don't want to be sniffling and coughing or whatever that is on the phone, on the um, podcast. Um, 
Um, but I do, I did want to make sure you guys got this information. Um, next week, I did see something about another program that I wanted to talk about. So please tune in next week. This one is through a bigger company. They're offering the the application deadline is February fourth, so I want to make sure I get on and I give you as much um information. This is not through OCFS, to my knowledge. Anybody anywhere can apply for it. It's not through just New York, um. But I'm sure there are other initiatives for childcare uh, funding. Like I said, go to your health department website and look up uh what you need to find out how to become a child care provider, how to get the funding. If you need assistance, put the questions in the question box. I'm here to assist. Uh, if you need any coaching assistance, if you need any support in that department, please put your email or you can DM me at Colonel Family Child Care on Instagram. You can send me a message on YouTube. Uh, again, there's no video for this week. However, you can still comment on one of my other videos. And I thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful week. I'll speak to you all next week.